content development, and online income for you. Tune in for marketing advice, detailed roadmaps for online income, and CEO-level upgrade opportunities. The Zebulon Thomas Podcast will have you looking at your business and the internet in a completely new way. You have not been taking advantage of the internet like you could be. The Zebulon Thomas Podcast. Welcome to the Zebulon Thomas Podcast, episode 56. I believe that's the episode we're on. I could be, could be wrong in that. But listen, it is Friday, and I just want to say... Welcome to a new day to be adventurous, to start a new journey, to go out there and go to the job that maybe you don't like and make a decision today, or maybe put that vision in your mind to say, as I drive to work, as I drive to this place that I maybe don't really want to go, that's my passion, my heart is not into it, I can envision where I want to go. And on my way back from work, I can say, I'm going to make this a must because I'm so tired of this. Because that is the exact same thing that I used to do over and over again when I would drive to my job. Now listen, I had many, many jobs. And I don't quite know if I've shared this with anybody uh, on, on my social media platforms or on this podcast, so I might as well talk a little bit about it now. Um, I've had, I think last time I counted, like before I actually found what I needed to do, uh, I think it was like 36 jobs. Whoa, right? That's a lot of jobs. But I, I did, let's back it up. I did start working. My first job was like 13. And then my first original, or I'm sorry, official job was 16 uh, at a Taco Bell, like a local Taco Bell. And uh, that job wasn't so bad. I really liked it. But over the years, moving up through job to job to job, you know, anywhere from fast foods to restaurants to, um, you know, management to corporate positions, all the way back down, you know, to, Taco Bell again and McDonald and then um, over to and I'm, I'm not branding these people by all means but I'm just saying these names you know name drop on food places um to factories assembly lines I worked at a poster place once that's a really interesting job uh, you know like my job was really just to take these posters that were all printed out and then put them on this machine that looked like uh, just like a long spindle wheel if you will and uh and then there was like a sewing machine pedal at the bottom and i'd push it and it would zip up this uh poster real quick and if you weren't careful you'd paper cut the crap out of your fingers and then i would take this um shrink wrap and and slide it over there and just hit it with a blow like a blow dryer or something and 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 then boom one poster down and that's all i did all day just boom boom and it was like driving me nuts and it was like it was in this really dark like like small factory building where there's not a lot of lights. And of course they put me in the corner and where all the posters just sat. And I was kind of like, Hey guys, I'm back here. I kind of felt like that guy on office space. I think it was office space. And, um, you know, I'm just back here like, Oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, it, it, I've had a lot of different jobs. Um, I've had jobs where, you know, working next to chemicals. And I was like, I remember this one time <clears throat> I'm looking at, um, the tow meter operator is bringing over this crate full of barrels. You know, they were like, they, they're actually barrels with like metal lids, but they were made out of like a really thick cardboard. It looked like a giant like toilet paper tube, if you will, but a big barrel. And on it had the skull and crossbones and hazard sign. I was like, what is in this barrel, right? And so I didn't think anything of it. And uh, now I don't advise doing this, but, you know, I was panicked, right? So I'm just going to share, I'm going to share this. And listen, this is also part of this information is going to be in my audiobook for Audible. And I'm excited about that because I'm telling, you know, a bunch of my stories on there. So it's kind of cool. So stay tuned for that. But anyways, listen, so I'm at this factory job. It was the first time, first day there, actually. 
And I was getting ready for lunch break, and I kept asking the other workers, I'm like, when do we take lunch? I'm so hungry. And they're like, oh, we got like another 40 minutes. I'm like, okay. So the guy drops down these four big barrels with cardboard. You know, they're, they're surrounded by cardboard or whatever. And, um, and I just noticed that when he spun the, uh, the forklift around, the two forks, one of them skipped, uh, skimmed across the cardboard barrel, <clears throat> and it ripped the barrel open. And this, this weird, like, um, light green powdery stuff starts pouring out like sand. But then as he spun around, if you know what a tow motor looks like, the back of the tow motor has these vents and it blows the fumes uh, from the propane because they run off of propane uh, out. And what it is, it just blew this powder into the air and made a big dust cloud. And I immediately freaked out because it was like on the crossbones and on the side of it, the hazard says, you know, do not breathe, wear mask and ventilations when, I, when opening this container. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I like dipped out of this half open conveyor door. And like ran to my car for reeking out, hoping that I held my breath the whole time, you know, like I get in my car and I just leave. And then like a couple of days later, uh, the management said like they had called me and they're like, where did you go? I'm like, you know what? I don't want to explain it. I freaked out and uh, I'm not going to come back. <laughs> so it was like it just happened like that. And it's, it, it's uh, not something I'm proud of that I had to leave, but it's also like, whoa, it's one of those things where like something has to change. But my last job that I actually worked at was um, at a jewelry store. And uh, I remember going there uh, and having to, having to invest some money just because I got the job. I remember they, I was like, I want to get this job. And they're like, um, uh, all right, you know. And uh, they said, we'll give you a shot. You know, I had a really cool manager, a um, little short Italian um, lady. And she was like really fun to be around and, um, you know, very professional. But also like if you did your work you were, you know, you were good. She would reward you with like, hey, go take an extra 20 minutes break or, you know, I brought in some food for us in the morning, you know, like you guys are a good team. So I learned a lot of team building skills at this job, but I remember working at the jewelry store um, and on day one, you know, I showed up in a um, a polo shirt and khaki pants and they're like, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's not going to work. You didn't get, you didn't read your whole book. I'm like, no, I didn't. She's like, you got to wear a suit, suit and tie every day. I'm like, I don't even own one. So I was like, okay, what do I do? So I ended up walking. It was at the mall. So I walked literally right then. I was like, I'll take care of this. And I walked into uh, this store called Expressman. And uh, I picked out some suits. I'm like, all right, I'll, t- I'll take I'll take this these two. And then they gave me the price. I was like, all right, let's just take this one suit. Uh, and the one suit, I think after buying the suit, which I know you guys are hearing this, you're probably gonna be like, hey, you know, you could have went somewhere else, like a thrift store or got something different. But you know what? I was so committed. I'm like, you know what? This job, this job is going to change my life. And and it was the highest pay I had ever received at a job too. Because at the time, you know, I can't remember what minimum, minimum wage, I think it was like $7.25 at this time. Now, that might date me a little bit, but it was like $7.25 and they, they were giving me uh, $10.50. And I was like, man, I'm going to make a lot of money. Plus I was getting like a certain percentage of commission off everything I sold. <coughs> <clears throat> excuse me but when i went into expressman uh the suit rang up to i think it was 804 dollars and uh i was like oh no you know like <clears throat> i think i had like a hundred bucks to my name that's how broke i was and uh i'm trying to figure this out and the, the kid was like well we have expressman card if you can you know want to apply for credit so i was like all right done i was like they're never going to prove me but they did <clears throat> and uh they approved me for the credit and um I got my suit. Like the whole credit card was maxed on just the suit. 
Uh, but it was okay because I worked there for a couple months and I paid the credit card down and it was it was good and and then and then I ended up you know making some decent money with my commission checks and I bought more suits. But for the beginning time, it was a fun adventure. But still, I I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like I was doing my part. I didn't feel like this is not where I want to be, you know. Now, at the time, I was inspiring to be a musician, you know, a recording artist, you know. And I was doing music like hardcore. Um, and then I also was I was transitioning from the music because I was evolving a little bit more and growing. And I, I got into, like, fitness. So then I remember, like, after the first year of working at this jewelry store because I, I spent two years there. And the first year, um, I got all these ideas and I started thinking. I remember sitting there going – Man, like I'm making this little bit of commission, but there's there's someone up higher in the com- in the in the in the company that's you know playing golf for a little bit, like in their office, and then they go off and to the real golf course and and they actually play golf. <coughs> but um, that's what they do, and and I'm like they're over here working a little bit of time, and I'm working all this time. I was doing open to closes, you know, so I'm like 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 literally all day I'm working at this place. Plus, I was thinking, okay, I'm working all day, but you know, how many rings and how many watches can I sell? You know, that's going to bring me a big commission check. And, and it did. And plus I got some overtime, which was nice. But I just kept thinking like when the, when the DMs and the district, manager, like district manager and the big manager and the big wig and the vice president would come in from time to time, everyone would be like, oh, start cleaning, do stuff. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not interested in looking busy. You know, I actually want to do something. Like I want to talk to these people. I want to figure out what's going on. How do I move up? You know, I remember pulling the, the DM aside going, hey, you know, what can I do to, you know, not just get a raise, but move up my title, you know, like I'm just a sales rep, you know, like, and he was like, oh, and everyone's like, oh, you don't, you don't ask that. I'm like, no, like I do. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> say, because I, I can't keep doing this, you know? <clears throat> and so, um, he didn't have any pointers for me. He's like, just keep working hard. And when a spot becomes available, you'll get it. I'm like, oh, when will I, might, when will that be? He's like, when I retire, I'm like, oh man. So I'm like all the spots are filled and they're locked in. And I, th- I think at the time I might have been 22 years old, maybe. Um, <clears throat> no, 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 that's yeah, that's way young. No, I think I was 20. I was 25. Yes, I was 25. So there, 25 when I had this job, and uh, and and I remember just doing that. So then I started talking to the this um, this jeweler that private jeweler would come in and, and do these events. He would carry the diamonds and we'd sell his diamonds and it'd be like a special deal. And he was a private jeweler. He was a gemologist, and uh, <clears throat> he taught me some stuff. He's like, "Hey, maybe you should do what I do," because I started asking him. Uh, he's like, "Well, maybe start with a gemologist, you know, become a gemologist." So I started looking into that, and uh, and luckily we had a course. They actually they don't they didn't talk about it through the jewelry store, but they had a course that I could take, and it cost me like two hundred bucks out of my check. You know, they took a little bit out every month, and um, and I took this course, and I became a gemologist, and uh, and I was so excited. I'm like, "All right, now I got a gemologist." Um, I'm going to be able to grade diamonds and, you know, do appraisals and it's going to make me so much money. And I was so excited. And, uh, <clears throat> it was like a week after I did that, I had to wait for some paperwork to go through. And then I walked up to the store one morning. Um, I'm, I'm fast forwarding a little bit. So I walked up to the store one morning and, uh, the gates were down and I was like, nah, I'm opening the store today. Um, but there's the gates were down and the lights were on. I'm like, why would the lights be on? Did we leave them off? You know, so I was like, ah. so I go to the gate and um, there was a, a few people in there taking everything out of the jewelry cases. I'm like, I'm thinking, well, they, I don't think we're getting robbed because they look like professional people in suits and stuff. I'm like, eh. and one of the, the managers I've never seen before from another location came around and goes, uh, we need your keys. And I'm thinking, oh, no, am I getting fired? And they're like, no, we're closing this location, handing me a check. And the check was uh, a little bit of compensation, not a full year, but a little bit 
of my pay up front. Um, and so thank you for helping the company grow. And uh, we're closing this location. And I'm thinking, is there another location I can go to? And they're like, no, we're actually moving all the locations in, in this area south. So unless you're going to drive, you know, to another state, uh, no. And I'm like, oh, man. She's like, but if you're interested in traveling, you know, put an application in. I was like, oh, man. So part of me was like, sweet, I have a job. You know, then the part of me was like, I just became a gemologist. I was looking to make some money. And then I opened the, the envelope and I saw some money. I was like, oh, that, that, that kind of works. <clears throat> and then I was like, what am I going to do? And so I remember, you know, that last year I was there, I was kept thinking about fitness and I was going to the gym a lot. And um, I met some friends that t- taught boxing classes. And so that was when I got into health and fitness. I was like, all right, you know, what? I'm going to start my first company. <clears throat> and my first company was uh, a, a company called Five Weeks of Energy. Literally, that's what it was called, Five Weeks of Energy. And I put it all together. I'm like, all right, I'm going to teach people how to de-stress. I'm going to teach them, you know, yoga mixed with martial arts because, you know, I did martial arts. I'm a third-degree black belt. So, you know, with all that training and all that stuff, I'm like, I should have some credentials here. And believe it or not, I got into ballets and I got into other, like, dance studios. I went to dance studios. I went to some local gyms. Uh, remember, gyms weren't as big back then. We didn't have Planet Fitness. We didn't have all these other, you know, uh, entrepreneur gyms either. It was it was ballets, gold gyms, and some dance studios, you know. You might have someone on the corner that was a longtime meathead, you know, that, you know, bodybuilders like, I, you know, super successful with all the trophies in the world, and they managed to put their money into their own gym. So, <clears throat> so I go in there and I start teaching these five weeks of energy classes. I start making some money, twenty dollars a class. I filled them up. It was amazing. I was like, wow, starting to see success. Was enough to pay the bills. Was enough to pay the bills. But um, but then I started getting serious. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start a full on company, and I did. I started a life coaching company that that offered life coaching. I started, you know, health and fitness. I had yoga classes and fitness classes. And believe it or not, it was really just me running the show. I'm running everywhere. I'm like, I'm the coach. I'm the fitness guy. Uh, and I had times with people, you know, at, at Bally's, you know, inter- I would do introductory classes where I'd come speak to other classes like drop-ins. And people like, well, you know, you look really young. You know, what could you teach me? And I'm like, I could teach you a lot because I spent the, you know, the last couple of years working crappy jobs. And every time I drive to and from work, I'd be thinking, okay, I got to figure this out. Meanwhile, I'm listening to inspirational tapes from Tony Robbins and all these other great people. And I'm like, this stuff's got to click. You know, I felt so good. I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. And, uh, and I finally did because it wasn't that I figured out what to do or how to do it. I just said, this, I can't do this anymore. I made it a must. And that gate being down and those people saying, here's your check. It was kind of like the opportunity. But I could tell you this, you don't have to wait for an opportunity. You don't have to wait for the business to close or for you to get fired or for you not to have the rent, you know, you just make a decision right now and you go, this got to change right now. And you know what's crazy about it and what's so awesome is we live in the most diverse time ever in history. We have more options and strategies and outlets and connections than we ever did before, more than I had back then. And I think back then it was 2006 was the last time I worked. And, uh, and I just remember that, and I was like, okay. And and I'll tell you that my first business, it wasn't it wasn't a flop, but it wasn't a success. I made a little bit of money. Um, I realized I went too big and filed a big company, and that kind of that kind of got really stressful because you know when it came down to you know taxes and all this other stuff, I didn't know what I was doing. And you know I had a big, I had an eight hundred number, I had multiple websites. You know I was doing my thing. I was doing webinars, seminars before webinars, and seminars are big, <clears throat> speaking engagements. And I remember doing all this stuff, but it, it all goes back to, you know, when I was in that car and I used to drive, I'm like, man, like if I could just, 
if I could just do what I want to do, if I could just make some money, even though I was making money, I was like, but it wasn't that. It was like, if I could just do what I want, what I'm passionate about. And then it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm doing the, the fitness and the coaching and I'm meeting people. And that was fun for a minute. You know, it was fun for a little bit. I did that for um, a few years. And uh, I remember just feeling so unfulfilled. I was like, man, this, this is okay. But, you know, like speaking to a bunch of people is nice, but I'm just, it's not doing it for me. Um, and so, I mean, I ended up publishing books and audio programs and putting them on Amazon and selling. You know, I, had, I followed this dude. I can't quite remember the name, but this guy had this program he sold during a hurricane. You probably know the story if, if you're old school. Um, he launched this program and hurricane lost power and it was like a 24-hour release and it was like all these Fortune 500 companies had to buy a software and this program and, you know, made $2 million doing it. And, uh, and then he published a, a not, it wasn't even a book. It was a PDF that you could purchase online. <clears throat> and so I did, I, I purchased this thing for like 40 bucks. I think it was. And, uh, I read through it and I'm like, wow, like this is amazing. And so I applied it to the launch of my audio program. I did, you know, a couple months of promotion and I started leaking pieces of it. And then next thing I know it was 24 hour launch day. And I said, open the gates, buy this program. Now it was $150 program. You can get it right now for $49.95. And, um, and I was like, you know, at the time, you know, I didn't have anything to be jaded or to be pushed down on, you know, like compared to now, like I can tell you, there's a lot of things you can do that are going to fail. Um, and they're going to keep failing until you try a different strategy, until you get the right strategy. You might succeed right off the bat, but I can tell you right now, you're probably going to have that. So knowing that going into a project, you know, you kind of already are not optimistic, you're hungry for it, but you also know that there's high risk and it's not going to go like you think it's going to go. So that you're like, okay, this is going to be a long journey. Let's keep pushing. And um, and if it doesn't work, we, we, you just got to keep playing like scientists and strategizing and figuring it out, like what's going to work? What's the solution to this? And you just keep trying until it works. But 24-hour launch day, and next thing I know, I, you know, we didn't have like the counters or the bing, 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 you know, nothing they tell you that you're making sales, <clears throat> but I started seeing comments pop up on my Facebook, like, hey, supporting you, lots of love. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I'm like, eh, you know, um, and, uh, and Facebook was a lot different back then too as well. So, so, but then um, I was doing this all through, I'm trying to, oh, the merchant account. Yeah, the merchant account. I actually still have this merchant account. It's a pretty good merchant, uh, but this particular merchant, uh, I logged into the dashboard around noon and I launched it at nine. And so I was like, let me just check. And when I checked, I had all these orders. I was like, whoa. And I made a, I made a bunch of money. I did pretty good. Uh, and then I was like, oh, no. I, gotta, I, I, you know, I realized that you know, these physical products to make these things, you know, I had to buy a, a bunch of these products that I made. Um, and I only had like – I was like, oh, I'm never going to sell 13 or 14 of these. So I'll just get 10 made. Well, I sold – I think it was like 25 of these. And I realized that the company wouldn't – just uh, make these things up fast enough for them to be shipped. Um, so luckily, I sprung into action. I said, "Digital, like, and that wasn't a thing either back in the day. Um, we're still dealing with um, putting things on, you know, an iPod and MP3." And I was like, "Okay, well," I said. So I just wrote out an email to everybody. I said, "All right, listen, we're out of stock on the physical product. Would you prefer to wait until I do another batch order, or would you prefer to just get this as a digital download? You can listen to." right now on your computer and install it in your uh, iPod. And I had no clue how to get on the iPad. So as soon as I got responses back, everyone's like, I went digital. I was like, this is great. So then the whole night and the next day I started researching like, 
okay, I already have the digital files, of course, because I had them on CD. Um, I was like, all right, so what do I need to do to convert these so they just play normally? So I was like, all right, they just need to be an M MP4. I think it was like, yeah, I think it was an MP4 back then. And um, and then I was like, all right, so what else has to happen? Oh, well, these things have to be thing called stamped, like information stamped. So I had to purchase this little program, and each MP3 had to be stamped. And I did this because when you play it in the in the iPod, you wanted to say the title of the the track and the the artist, which would be the the coach, and uh, you know hold its placement and tell you the time as well. Same with putting it in a car CD player. <clears throat> So I was paying attention to things like that, details like that. And uh, so I did that. And uh, I made this whole digital product. And, and then I realized this thing was huge. Actually, it's not big. <laughs> At the time, I was like, man, like, I'm talking about the gigabytes. You know, I was like, man, this thing is like one gig. That's so big. I'm like, no, because now I upload, you know, 20 gig, you know, videos and I have to convert those. And But back then, one gig was pretty big. So I had to contact the company, the merchant, say, can I upload this to your platform to sell in the shopping cart? And they figured it out for me because that's what they were doing. They were a brand new business. And they actually, to this day, um, I was selling physical product through them. But to this day, they only let you sell digital now. So they were trying to convert it early on. <clears throat> and so now they just use the platform to sell the digital content. So so that was exciting. And I did that. And um, and then I published a book and, and I did the same thing. And so over the years, learning this stuff, and I share this with you because you know, maybe you've been, maybe you have more jobs than me, right? Or maybe you have, you have one job and it just sucks. You know, you just don't like it. <clears throat> or maybe you're in a job where you're like, I've been here for a long time. I have a career here, but maybe it's like, maybe I'm a stage in my life. Like, let's try something new. Like why, why continue this out? Let's do something new. You know, I, I, I admire those people. I love those people who just like up and leave a career that they went to college for. They did, they did all this stuff, went into debt for. And one day they say, pack it up. We're going to go travel the world. And then they just, they just live, dude. Like, and, and that's inspiring. And, and so I live my life kind of like that as well. You know, I, I have some ground roots here, of course, but, um, you know, I have this freedom. I have this amazing freedom right now. I could do whatever, whenever I want, however I want, I can go anywhere I want. And, and to me, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. But also there is levels to that. Like right now I'm kind of at the bottom level. Like I can go here and there, but if I really want to like really explore, like if I want to go to like Paris tomorrow, you know, like there's a certain level I need to be at to be able to do that. So <clears throat> instead of saying, hey, I'm going to go to Paris in a couple months. So, you know, these are levels and building up. And, and over the years, you know, I, I've started companies, I've failed companies, you know, I've closed companies. Um, and a lot of us don't talk about that because why? You know, why relive the story? But for me, you know, and, and the people who do share that, it's inspiring because we're like, okay, I'm not the only one going crazy here. <clears throat> and so, you know, even with, you know, where I'm at today is – I just started on YouTube because I was excited to make videos. I was just so excited to make videos. I'm like, I'm going to create some really cool YouTube videos. <clears throat> Had to take a drink. Um, but so when I got into YouTube, I had no really, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, well, maybe we can make some YouTube money. But back then it was like a couple bucks, you know. <clears throat> and then, um, And then it's like, I started realizing that people are paying attention. I could sell brands. I can get endorsement deals. Um, you know, then I was like, can I take it away from YouTube? And I didn't mean it in the way of like, like literally leaving YouTube. What I meant was, was like, well, can I help other people grow their YouTube channel? And that's when I went to other businesses. And I was like, hey, I'm going to create a video for my channel, but we're going to create a side video for your channel. And we're going to share each other's videos so we can get views. And that's going to help you promote. I had no clue about commercial marketing, nothing at the time. 
And that was good. That was my thing. I was going to businesses every weekend. I was doing, I'm making my name for myself. I was meeting people personally. People were like, oh, are you a dude from YouTube? I'm like, oh, yeah, you actually know me now. I'm like, no, just, you You know, you have a shirt that says YouTube. I'm like, oh, okay. But eventually people started catching on. I'm like, oh, the guy from YouTube is going to be at this place. We're going to go to it. Can we go? And I started getting these like uh, really cool like fans. I was like, what? And then I had a number one fan. It was the coolest thing ever. It was like, um, I don't know if he's still my number one fan. Hopefully he is, you know. <clears throat> but this, uh, this kid was like, I, I see like I'm playing Xbox. Somehow I found my gamer tag and uh, this thing popped up and it says, hey. And I was like, I, didn't, I was like, what? Someone says, hey, in, in the Xbox dashboard chat. When I clicked on the dude's profile, it said uh, Zebulon Thomas, ZT Films, number one fan. I was like, what? I'm like, this is a, is someone messing with me? You know, I'm like, is someone, this got to be someone I know. You know, someone's messing with me. Um, and I realized it wasn't. It was like, and I didn't think of anything. I was like, I was like, maybe, maybe not. I asked around. And I was like, no, no, that's we don't know that person. And then one day I went to the shoot, and this kid came up to me. He's like, hey, what's up? What's up? I'm like, okay, what's up? And he's like, I'm your number one fan. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, I sent you a message on Xbox. I'm like, what? I was like, no way. It's like this. Uh, I think it was like ten or twelve. And I was like, that's so cool, man. I was like, come on, let's put you in the video. It's gonna be awesome, you know. And and I found he traveled like two, two or three hours to this shoot to see me. I was like. That's dedication. And that was when I really started thinking, like, wait a minute. Okay, like, I'm being a role model for people, and I'm not really knowing that because I'm just trying to do my thing. But if I get leverage here, you know, let me let me really work this and, and let me bring more people together and find something here. It wasn't about business. It was about bringing people together. It was about inspiring people to do their thing. And I realized I had some traction. So over the, you know, over the next, you know, couple of years, it was um, I'd do a, you know, a video at a business, and I'm like, do you want – to you to invite people or do you want me to invite people because if I invite people I'm gonna pack this place with 200 people and it was like exciting because I was like hey doing a shoot here the first 200 people get in let's go let's show some love to this place pack the place I'd be there from all day like open to close sometimes we have two day have separated two day shoots <clears throat> and these uh these two day shoots would be like literally people at the door and I was like this is so cool you know um and of course everyone's having fun and um and then over the years, I, I found out how to leverage that into brand deals and leverage that into just get my brand out there more and, and, and help other people come up, put them in the lens so that, you know, they get noticed. <clears throat> and um, once they got noticed, they would, you know, start their YouTube channel or some of them went off to, you know, commercial roles and in, in certain short commercials before I was even doing commercials. And it was just so cool because, like, here's the thing that started just because of YouTube. <clears throat> and... um once we did all that, it was uh, it was just a matter of time before I realized it was commercial time. Like, let's do some commercial. Let's break into the commercial market, uh, and I did that. And um, and here I am today. And I, and I just say that because there's a lot of stuff you have to pay attention to and to think about and work at, and you got to keep going. And if you don't keep going, if you don't keep trying, then you're never gonna know, you know. So I, I hopefully my story inspires you on this Friday to really. Um, you know, go after your dreams and, and start to question the things that you're doing because maybe you're not passionate about it. Or maybe you can add more value to the business that you have and move up. You know, what is it? But we have this thing called the internet and we have so many strategies and tools. There's so many platforms. There's so many things you can do online that is so crazy that you can like make money right now. But let's not just make, let's just, let's just not make money. <laughs> I'm trying to say that. Um, let's go after our passion and make money doing that, doing the things we love to do because the worst thing you can do is leave one job to go to another, okay? Just don't do that, okay? So here's what I want to open the door for you right now, okay? <clears throat> if you got a moment, 
head on over to Facebook or onto zebulonthomas.com and click on join the Facebook group. I have a Facebook group. It's, you know, get in there. It's part of the Zebulon Thomas podcast community. I share a lot of other information outside of this podcast, some personal stuff on my little walks, my journeys. I share some insight <clears throat> that can really help you get to the next level. Excuse me. <clears throat> my throat because I just still clearing up from this cough that I had. Plus, I've been <clears throat> I've been doing a whole bunch of webinars this week and my voice is roached. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going to come back strong, I promise, next Friday. I'm not going to have this crazy voice. But anyways, yeah, so get into the Facebook, uh, Zebulon Thomas Facebook uh, group, the podcast community group, and, um, and, and get involved. And, and maybe, maybe you want to be kind of quiet in the background. That's cool too because I'm going to be post. I post a lot of stuff. I, I'm going to be posting. I already post. There's a bunch of content in there that really can help you get to the next level Um and, and I'm telling you, why not learn from someone who's been doing this? Uh, and like I said, it's free content. It's free information. And if you want to take it further, and the only way you would take it further with the stuff that I teach is um, if you're a videographer or working in, in film, uh, commercials, or anything like advertisement, that's when you would want to head over to my uh, ztfilmsacademy.com website and get involved in one of my courses or take advantage of my roadmap that I have um, available now. Find all that on Instagram on my uh, Instagram channel. Um, that's if you went that route. Now, if you wanted to go like the coaching holistic route and, you know, learn about how to transform your life and do what I did where I completely changed who I was, uh, mentally and, and how I viewed the world and really took control of my psychology. Uh, you know, that's by going to my website, zebulonthomas.com and clicking under products and you'll see my book, my audio programs. It's not something I heavily push right now, but Going back to it from time to time for myself really helps. And I can tell you right now, people are still writing me saying, thank you so much. And I'm so humbled by that because that means a lot because my, my, I took a long time to really write that book because I wanted to and create the audio program and the other audio program because I wanted to make sure that if I was going to put something, it has to hold the test of time and it has to be with information that isn't just stuff that I've recycled and heard. It's actually everything that I've learned over the years and exactly what I did to change my life to get to this next level for me to be here. You know, there's a lot of things that has to happen in your psychology and the way you, you know, process everything throughout the day for you to have this ability to go out there and be passionate and actually make those jumps and be successful at it. So again, I'd be humble if you follow me. I'd be even more grateful if you jumped in the Facebook group because then I can connect with you and make you uh, connect more one-on-one -on -one with you versus just, you know, seeing a number uh, that you watch, they listen to the podcast. So, you know, um, and also I want to talk a little bit since we're talking about YouTube, listen, I'm bringing back more of the exciting videos from my ZT Films um, YouTube channel. And I'm really excited about that. So just if you haven't subscribed to my ZT Films channel at youtube.com forward slash ZT Films, uh, do so because uh, we're, we're shooting a bunch of videos in the next coming weeks and we're bringing it back to where I started. You know, like over the years I evolved and went off of YouTube a little bit, but uh, I'm bringing it back to when I started to create those first videos and like we were really crazy with it. And if you want to know what that's about, just go there. You'll see the originals. You'll see some of the videos I did. And, um, and, and if you like that stuff, we're bringing it back. Also, my other YouTube channel, Zebulon Thomas, I'm going to be putting a lot more information on there, uh, even some of these podcasts, uh, maybe the video podcast. And, uh, and also, I'm, I'm gearing it with a lot of other people I'm connecting with to really make that a, a nice hub for information, you know, uh, and, and that's nice too. So if you, if anything, 
maybe you're not into the content. Maybe you need to, to do what I do and you follow certain people because you're not really concerned about what they're talking about or you know what they're selling you um, or their content. What you are concerned about, what you're paying attention to is, is how they're doing it. You know, what are their methods of doing it? What's getting people to be attracted to that? You know, are they being real? Are they recycling this information? Are they just teaming up with people? What are they doing? And what parts of that can be applied to you? Because success leaves, leaves clues, right? You know, that's proven. And uh, if anything, you know, I'm staying in my lane right now. I'm not venturing out. I'm not dabbling. I'm saying, you know what, what I've done over the couple, you know, uh, past couple of years, just in the past couple of years has been super successful for me. And I've managed to find new ways to network and I learn a lot about myself and my skill set. And I figured, you know what, I'm going to stay in this lane. I'm going to teach this stuff and I'm not going to worry about all the other stuff. I'm not going to write another health, uh, self-help book or personal development program as of right now. Okay. I did that. And right now this is the lane I'm in as a videographer, as a Glycam master operator, and I'm helping more videographers find their spot, grow, expand their skill set, find their ideal clients, and, and really dominate in this industry so we see better and better and better productions. And, uh, and it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing journey. And that takes a team. That takes a lot of people, and it takes a lot of insight. That takes a lot of learning. Um, and, uh, and I'm grateful to have all of that. So I want you to have that. So stay with me. Stay on these podcasts. Uh, go deeper with me. Follow me on uh, Instagram. And um, let's connect. You know, shout out. Say, hey, I'm from your podcast. And uh, let's connect, okay? So other than that, hopefully you listen to this maybe on your way to work or your way home or even better, your way to the park or to the gym to get fit or you're sitting on the couch right now and you just woke up and maybe I'm your routine. I don't know. Or maybe you browse through and you found this on accident and you're like, huh, I'll give it a listen. So if you stayed this long, thank you. I do appreciate it. So other than that, guys, take care. I'll see you. Well, I won't see you unless you're on Instagram, <laughs> but I'll talk to you in the podcast next Friday. Okay. I'm going to put something special together to really bring the podcast together. I want to make it a special podcast, a little bit more laid out and detailed. Uh, I thought today was good, though. You know, I shared a little bit of my story uh, and really hit home. I always try to hit home on something that you guys could relate to or think about. And, um, you know, and that that's it. Listen, summer is coming. I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump, pump the brakes on that. <laughs> it's not even spring yet, but I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm ready. But listen, here's why. If you wait for summer to come for you to start to do anything, you're too late. So right now, we are doing work for summer. Right now, everything I do right now gives me that summer. Maybe it's a summer vacation. Maybe it's just summer fun. Or maybe it's setting up all the cool shoots or all opportunities and all that stuff. It happens right now. So we're going to work through spring, but it's like summertime. This is, the, this is what's in the horizon right now. You're looking at those clouds. You're like, nope, that ain't summer skies yet, but it will be. And when it is, you're going to be like, I prepare for this moment. This is my moment, and we're going to crush it. All right, so mark the calendar and crush it. Take care, guys. This podcast is brought to you by GlideCam Industries, the most trusted name in camera stabilization. Learn more at GlideCam.com. Hi, it's me, Zebulon Thomas. I highly recommend the GlideCam HD Pro. I've personally shot videos using the GlideCam HD Pro and it has provided me with smooth cinematic shots without any instability or shake. And the footage looks amazing. So if you're creating video content, you need a GlideCam camera stabilizer with you at all times. Learn more at GlideCam.com.